0: The question is this. What is it that has some of us find our way to the top of our game, to overcome adversity and challenges, resistance and self-sabotage, to rise from the ashes time and time again? What is it that has everyday people, just like you and I, act boldly in the name of their passions and live out their wildest dreams in this lifetime? That is the question. And this podcast has the answers. My name is Carrie McCauley, and this is Choose Unstoppable. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Choose Unstoppable. My name is Carrie McCauley, and today, you guys, my gosh, I am so excited to bring you. Suzanne Adams, she is a highly sought after motivational speaker. She's an author, a transformational coach, and she has inspired thousands and thousands. She's a thought leader in the field of personal development and leadership. And you guys, she's spoken on the TEDx stage for Mind Valley. She's been featured on Fox News and NBC. How, how, how hey house. That's not easy to say. Hey House Radio. And so many more. I am thrilled to have some time with you here today. Suzanne, welcome and thank you so much. Oh yay. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Clearly, with that intro, you've had some epic, epic success and accomplishments. And I think it's pretty safe to assume life wasn't always that way. And I've actually had a peek at your TEDx talk. And so for anyone listening... Absolutely. As soon as you're done here, go and Google Suzanne Adams TEDx. It's an amazing, amazing talk. So, thank you for being someone who's on the stages sharing that message. Uh, But you did, at the beginning of that talk, mention how there was a time, a darker time, that kind of spurred you in the direction that you've found yourself in now. So, would you mind if we started this interview kind of back then, back just from where it all began for you? Because I think our listeners will get a lot out of that journey.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, um, for me, I, I spent so many years pretending to be happy, right? And I'm not going to say there weren't real happy moments because there were, but for the most part, I lived a life filled with surface level happiness. And what that means is there was not a tons of depth or meaning to what I was thinking I needed to make me happy. And essentially what ended up happening is everything started to unravel. Um, nothing was really working out the way that I wanted it to. And I felt like I was constantly searching and I ended up spiraling into a bit of a depression. And I got to this victim mentality of like, why isn't anything working out for me? This is not, you know, what I thought life would be about. And, um, it was just like every single piece of my life was falling apart. And I got to the space and place where I didn't want to feel what was inside of me. Like I could feel all the stuff starting to bubble up and starting to come up and it scared the hell out of me, quite honestly. And so I did what a lot of people do. And I started numbing. I would drink wine every single day. I, um, like literally I would wait till five o'clock cause it felt like respectable <laughs> if I waited till five. I mean, like, at least I wasn't drinking at noon, right? So (laughs) I would start at five o'clock, literally just every single day having a glass of wine or two or three. And this went on for a few months. And, you know, my energy was like, I wasn't able to pretend anymore. I wasn't able to put on this facade that everything was okay. And um, I just had this turning point. This one day as I was like sitting there waiting for five o'clock and It was like, for the first time ever in a really long time, I I heard a voice inside of me saying, you're meant for so much more. There is so much more. Like, what are you doing? You're meant for so much more. And I just, it it was enough to like freeze me in my tracks from like grabbing the wine. And I literally like fell to my knees and, and just could hear this this voice in the pit of my stomach, there, there has to be more, there's so much more, there's so much more. And I remember just like, tears streaming down my face, and me just praying, like on my knees praying, like, all right, I hear you, like, show me the way kind of thing. And that was such a turning point for me, because it was the first time I was really willing to look at what was inside of me and to start to think from a higher level of consciousness, even though I wasn't even aware that that's really what I was doing at that moment. And so I started to very slowly dig myself out of this hole that I had fallen into. And I started to be really activated, like really activated. And I started searching and researching everything to do with self-love, energy, vibration, happiness, um, divine communication, intuition, life purpose, all of it. And I was a woman on a mission. It was like for the first time in a really long time, I felt lit up and excited. And I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't know, like, I knew I was awakening to something, but I I still didn't know what, what all was going to pan out. Right. And so I just really started, I started toying around with meditation, playing around with meditation. I started to see different energy healers. I hired my first coach, um, and I was a podcast junkie, listening to anything and everything, delving into books, uh, anything, in audio. It was like life just went hit pause for me, and this was all I wanted, and it was an obsession. And so in that obsession, I started to realize about my own life purpose and my own mission and that you know, there was so much more and that there was this big calling waiting on me that I had been ignoring because I wasn't quite ready to receive it.
0: I mean, that's, it's, it's a moment that is so relatable today, I think. So mm-hmm. the, the kind of timestamp on this interview is going to be that we are in the midst, in the thick of COVID-19 Uh, And so many of us, I think, are being faced with real questions about, you know, what is this all about? Is there something more for me? Uh, People are a bit, you know, lost because they don't have that kind of routine that's uh, numbing out the sounds of everyday life. And so there you were with this new obsession or at least um, a, a spark for something bigger How on earth do you go from there to, you know, turning it into life, into purpose, into calling?
1: Well, it definitely doesn't happen (laughs) every (laughs) night. So I'll go ahead and put that out there for anyone listening or anyone just awakening now. Because I agree, like we are, you know, what we're dealing with now globally, it is a big awakening. Like, it's obviously there's this crisis and there's tragic and, you know, I don't wish this was happening by any stretch of the imagination, but it is happening. And mm-hmm. so it's really up to us to see how can we, how can we utilize this? Oh my God, I just saw a whale. I'm so sorry. I left- <laughs> I should have oh, this saw a strange. whale tail coming out with the dolphins. So I could so, not, not listeners,
0: show that. you <laughs> don't have the privilege of seeing uh, Suzanne's view out of her window. She's in Laguna Beach, California. And literally, as we were just getting started, she like showed out the window where there were like handfuls of dolphins. And now as we're recording, there's a giant whale tail. So if you are going to be someone who is you know self isolating in their home right now, like the rest of the world? I suggest being you, Suzanne, in your home with a view of Wales.
1: But you know what? That was kind of like a collective message of like hope and and you know for me, I do believe in synchronicity. As, and as I'm talking about you know this tragedy, and I look over and see that to me, like like I have full body chills right now. That is a sign of like this is all on purpose, and there's a higher planet play. And th- so many of us can use this time to have our own mini dark night of the soul or big dark night of the soul or next level of awakening. I mean, I'm certainly doing that too, but, you know, for anyone that is like, like you said, I loved when you said people don't have their routine to numb out because we do numb out with our routines. You can numb out with shopping, wine, uh, relationships, routine. You know, there's so many stuff. We aren't, we don't sit still and get quiet enough. And so for me, going from, you know, again, back in 2013, from that scared, depressed, little girl, basically, into creating a thriving business and standing on stage as I once only dreamed about. It was a daily process of saying yes, it was also a daily process of surrender. And it still is, to be quite honest. And, um, you know, I just think for for anyone right now, now more than ever is the time. Like I think one of the positive things that's gonna come out of all this is people are gonna be shaken up and being like, holy crap, what have I been doing with my life? And, you know, to really thinking more introspective questions like what is my purpose? Why did I come here? What is my mission? How can I help, uh, you know, be of service? How can I feel most alive? How can I create more abundance so I can do great things with that abundance? And so this is an opportunity to recreate a new level of alignment with your heart and soul, wherever you are in the process, because we get complacent too. even as light workers and heart centered leaders that have been at this for a while, it's easy to fall back into routine, you know, and so I think that this is an opportunity and it's different for everyone. For me, you know, it is different because I am like, okay, like if I have to be quarantined, this is kind of an amazing place. I also live alone, which has its ups and downs. But like, my sister has four kids and she's now homeschooling and doing all of this crazy stuff. And I call her and check on her and she just, you know, sometimes, some days it's hard for her to breathe for a minute, you know? And so we're all experiencing our own different levels of the situation, but, but the root of it is, is it like for the moms maybe, you know, anyone that's a mom out there, cuz you're you're a mom, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I have a 2-year-old and a 5-year-old. I'm okay. in the, I'm in the thick of momdom right now, yeah.
1: But at least you don't have to homeschool. <laughs> no,
0: I know exactly. Homeschooling <laughs> is play. It's exhausting yeah. play.
1: I totally. love them, but yeah, totally. at
0: least I'm not doing like grade 7 math and yeah. embarrassing myself.
1: <laughs> right, right. And so you know like for for you for the moms like Again, like, I I salute you because it's hard for me in my kitchen taking care of me. So I salute all of you. I I said that on my Instagram stories. I was like, ah, I cook, I clean, I cook, I clean, and I cook and I clean some more, you know, but um, there's got to be, you know, this is a new level of connection. And this is something that each of you, each of the moms and dads out there might see inside of yourself or get clarity on a new level or have a new level of drive to move forward, right? So who knows I, I don't know, but what I the one thing I know for sure is there's always a higher planet play that when things happen like this, we're all being called to step into our light to be a beacon of light even more, and I, I know that the breakthrough is always always on the other side of the breakdown, and collectively right now we are having a massive breakdown
0: you know, just thinking about the the you know scales of where different people are like you being home alone which i'm sure has its challenges versus someone like myself just being constantly you know surrounded by people dreaming about one day being on my own again i'm right now recording locked in my closet and it's like a a sweet part of my day um but all of that we're all consuming so much social media and listening on the um to the news and like how do we Something that I've found as a big contradiction—contradiction, contradiction, excuse me—is some people saying, "You know, now's the time to find your hustle." And what are you going to do to pivot? And how's it going to go? And then other messages being, "You know, just you know, now's the time to lean back and just go with the flow." And you know, plug into yourself and your inner journey. And I think that, you know, h- how do we as you know people who genuinely want to come out this, come out the other side of this? I'm having grown and learn, and you know whatever it's supposed to teach us, how do we navigate the the those two conflicting pulls that i I can admit I have within myself to be like, now's the time to dig in and work harder versus you know maybe now's the time to sit back and reflect, and this is all happening for a reason. What would you say to that?
1: i think I think there's truth in both scenarios. And I think it's different for everyone. It depends where you are on your journey. So like I have clients in both arenas right now, right? Because for some of some people, um, you know, if you've transferred your business on, you know, to home, like it's different. Again, I work from home. So that piece isn't really different, right? You too. But like I have uh, clients that have moved, you know, they're maybe run businesses or a part of a business that are now at home doing that. And so they're trying to kind of create that balance, right? Um, I also have clients where it is go time. I think it, and then I also have clients where maybe it feels like it could be go time, but truthfully, their soul is calling for healing and quiet. And so I think it's really important to tune into your heart right? It's important to get still and get quiet. And I think the most important thing anyone can do during these times is commit to at least a 30 or 60 day meditation practice. I mean it like 10 minutes. Um, and I know that we were going to talk about too, I have some free guided meditations. I've got five of them right now. So I know you'll put the link and we can talk about it at the end, but like grab one of those meditations and even if you have kids, like go in your closet and say, mommy's busy for the next 15 minutes. And if you don't have kids, find a cute little meditation that can make it your sacred space. And honestly, in that in that connection, you're going to start to get your own guidance. And maybe, maybe it's time for you to hire a coach. Maybe it's time for you to take 30 days of do nothing and heal your heart and reset. Maybe it's time to do some inner work. Maybe it's time you know, maybe there is a program that will show up for you. I coach a lot of um, new authors that want to write books because I actually launched my career with a book, which people maybe don't even know that about me now. But, um, you know, so it's funny because when I was tuning in for me at the very, you know, a few weeks ago, like, how can I be of service with this? How can I be of service? I got this calling to, uh, to open up a program that I had 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 that I hadn't opened in two and a half years, really teaching people how to get their message out, how to write and craft their book, how to become an a, a Amazon selling author, how to publish their book. And for me, I it was a calling because there are people that have in time and space right now, maybe they're on furlough. You know, I have clients that are also furloughed right now, or maybe they have kids, but their kids are sleeping three hours a day. You know, or so it's different for everyone. And I think just like any time in life, you you are your own guru, you know the guidance. And it does get confusing when you start to listen to any and everything, because we've got to be able to pivot. And I think you want to be able to pivot and you wanna be able to go within and you wanna connect to your own inner guidance system and see what feels good. And if this is a time for healing and clarity and leaning back, do it. If this feels like this is the moment I've been waiting for, you know like, uh, go for that too. Because it's like, if there's something you've been putting off because of time, and you don't, you know, you have time, then go. If you've been putting off something because of time, and now you feel like you've got less time, because you're working mom and cleaning, cooking, doing all of the more 15 hats, then put it put it off, you know, so it's really there is not one specific answer that's going to fit everyone. It's like, there's nurses that are going to be on the front line that are tired and mentally exhausted, and are probably gonna have some PTSD after this, like, you know, there's you there. There's everyone. So it's just I don't think there's one clean answer across the board. I think it's connect to your higher self is the answer across the board, and see what feels good to you and joyful for you.
0: It's so incredible, and I'm so grateful that you shared in that way, and also that the answer is within. That if we can just quiet for a moment, and I think that that is. For sure, something I took away from your TED talk as well. In those moments, what you chose to do was just to start to listen, and I genuinely believe that the answers are are within if we can just quiet for long enough. And uh, so, I'm so so grateful for that. I'd love to talk just a little longer about your meditation practices, how that came to be, Um, because I I know you speak a lot about quantum physics, and so is are your are your guided meditations ways to actually start to ask yourselves the tough questions that you'd mentioned, the questions that we should be drilling into, or is it, can you explain your practices just a little?
1: Yeah. So it's different, it's different for everyone because your soul is going to show you what you need, right? So the way I do the guided meditations is I just help you, I, I make it a no brainer, right? So all you've got to do, what you do have to do is, is opt in, it's free. And then you close your eyes and you hit play, and that's it let go. Because when we try to like control, then it's not going to work. And if we can just listen and our minds are going to wonder, like I've been, I'm about to be celebrating six years of meditation without missing one day. In Holy like a few God. weeks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, is, and, that is something to be proud of. Well, it bad. is. Yeah.
1: But it's like, for me, it's a non-negotiable, right? So like when I was first awakening, I was toying with meditation, like learning the benefits, like I was hearing it really for the first time about how powerful it is and how it relieves anxiety and relieves stress and connects you to peace and your heart and your purpose. And I would play with some guided meditations, but I was like, this meditation thing is not for me. Like my mind is like, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, again, that goes back to me not wanting to sit still and feel what was up for me. And so the more I got into it, you know, and the more my intuition started opening up and all of that, the more I realized like, okay, like I like this meditation thing is, is like a daily tool that is needed for me. And like, maybe over the past six years, there's been like one day where it'll be two o'clock and I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't meditated. That's why I, don't, that's why I feel off. Like I'll notice, like, why do I feel off? And then I'll be like, how did I skip that? You know, or I think there was, there was one day I was snow skiing with my family and somehow, you know, like I said, my sister has four kids, so it was wild in the morning. And, um, we got on the mountain and then I felt so peaceful. So I didn't have the feeling off because I was one with nature and like happy to be there. But then it was like eight o'clock and it, I was like, oh my God, I haven't meditated today. And then I just did a quick meditation and I was like, ah, I would have died if I would have missed today, you know? And so, uh, cause now I'm like, okay, I gotta keep this going, right? Um, but yeah, so I, I just created a new meditation last week and it's kind of like release the anxiety of this pandemic meditation Mm, and yeah because it's like it's bringing to bring up something different for everyone and it's it's if you when you hear it it's like the energy just soothes you like i usually just play um like some really soothing music and then i just guide you on a little mini journey with your heart and your soul and it's so simple but it's something that simple truly can start to create big shifts and will start to open you up to new levels of receptivity and new levels of guidance. And I mean it's it's such an important tool.
0: Oh, it's so great. I'm so grateful. Genuinely, I can't wait to go and check it out because I am someone who meditates, but I am someone who I, I don't consider myself an expert. I will, you know, after have like a three minute dialogue and then realize I was supposed to be meditating inside my head and be like, oh wait a minute and bring myself back. So the idea of something guided and, uh, something, you know, intentional that can keep me in place is, is very, very welcomed. Uh, so where can we find you? Where can we find these meditations? How do we get more of you? And I'd love to hear too, even about your, um, author course. I know so many people who want to write books. So if you want to drop a little, uh, name on that, I'd love to be able to put that out there for you.
1: Okay, cool. So um, the meditations you can find at com slash meditations. And again, there's five of them. They're free. You just grab them. Um, the The author program is called Write Your Book, Change the World Bootcamp. And I, because that's what happened for me is I, I had an interesting, I guess we didn't really talk about this in my story, but my first calling was to write a write a book and it was a quote-unquote fictional book about a girl having a spiritual awakening traveling the world and kind of this like soul retrie- retrieval mission. And so I wrote my book without really building the business first and I don't actually recommend that. Like I recommend, like now I'm like, okay, if I could go back and tell myself what to do, I would still start with a book, but I would also be building the business. I was building a platform, but not really thinking profitability and abundance and, you know, smart business sense because I was just so connected to my passion of wanting to write this book. So so what happened though, I did have a lot of success once my book came out and people naturally started saying like, how did you, cause I was, I was on, Hay House called me, like I self-published my book. Hay House called me three months after I had launched him, but I didn't need to be on the speakers panel with Gabby Bernstein, Deepak Chopra, like all, I mean, I was fresh out of the gates. This That's like, amazing. Yeah. I was the 2016, 2015. I got the call. It was in 2016. And I was like. Manifesting does work! <laughs> I was like, yes,
0: yes. I knew all of this energetic stuff was gonna work. <laughs> That's amazing. Just any little seed of doubt you might have had to be like, it's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. That was the proof that you needed.
1: Totally. And so then all these people started coming out. I mean, obviously being on the Hay House World Summit generated a lot of leads and business and all of that. And Um, You know people will start messaging me like I want to write a book and you've had so much success with your book and it's true I'd spent you know, two to three years like diving deep on on how do you write a book? How do you become a best-selling author like I'd studied all of this stuff? And so I had so much information to teach and share so I put together this program because so many people were asking me and I hadn't launched it in two and a half years because I just honestly been busy with other stuff and so I opened it up and you're going to laugh. I'm actually doing special quarantine pricing for like 40% off because I might do another launch. I don't know. But I was like, I just wanted to get it out there. So I've, I've just opened it back up. And really what it does is it tells you how to go kind of from idea to published book. It tells you how, what you need in your outline. Um, The process to write the book, how to schedule, you know, what book you need, what publishing path you should take, if you have questions about that, all the different self-publishing options. If you want an agent, what that looks like, and just be prepared for the time frame that comes with that. Um, How to pick the right Amazon category, how to, I have an algorithm where it teaches you how to be number one best-selling Amazon teacher, I mean, Amazon author, that all my people have, that have done it. Or, or number one, Amazon bestsellers, like it's pretty much like, you, you know, um, and then a, a, mar- a lot of a marketing plan, right? Like how, what you need to be doing six weeks before, what you need to be doing six months before you publish, like, and again, everyone's schedule will be a little bit different, but how to get people to actually buy your book, because that's not easy. Like you think you just put it online and people buy your book, but no, just like anything else, like, It takes a hot minute to get people to press click, even if it's $2, you know, so just everything that I wished I would have known, it's all bundled up. And, um, you know, I've had some special guest teachers that were my mentors come in that program and do some, um, teachings that are in there and just some coaching calls. So it's really, I'll give you the link and you can put it, put it on, but it's dot com slash writers dash bootcamp. Great. Um, and I'll give that to you too, but, um, yeah. So that's is- so amazing.
0: I'm so grateful for the time of this call, because I think not only are you so right about the questions that we need to ask, but there are many of us who are taking the time now to say, okay, what are the, th- what are the dreams that I can dust off that I've been saying? I just don't have time for, because we're all being confronted with, I was saying I didn't have time for, but now that I've got the time and I'm still not doing that, and I'm still, you know, finding myself in the cookie jar, jar, 10 times more than I normally would. Totally, yeah. It's really time to get real with yourself and say, okay, I just need an action plan. And so both of your, um, you know, your gifts today are real actionable things that I'm genuinely excited about as well. So, um, just thank you so much for two things: a for giving us your time, of course, but for being someone who is constantly looking for ways to serve that has gifts that you aren't. You are already in a position where you've seen so much success, but then to turn around and package it and just serve from there. Uh, I'm just so grateful that the world has people like you in it, and um, yeah, just thanks so much for today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh- so much and thank you so much and this has been so fun I love conversations like this (laughs) Yeah. okay so for everyone listening in the show notes we're going to have both of those links um, for you as well as a little uh, detailed description thanks to everyone for tuning in today we will have another phenomenal episode next week and until then stay safe stay home and we'll be in touch soon Thank you so much for listening today. It would mean the world to me if you enjoyed the content to please leave a review and a rating and subscribe to the show. It'll help others find us so that we can spread this important message. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, choose unstoppable.